Welcome to Hilliard Studio Podcast. I'm Liz Hilliard, the owner of Hilliard Studio Method. And I'm Lee Canelli, the director of training at Hilliard Studio Method. But we're more than just that. In fact, we are two women sharing love and life together. In this podcast, we will explore truth, authenticity, and the fears that hold us back from being our true selves. We hope to inspire you to be your most powerful self because life is short and life is good. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Happy day. Happy day. How are you, Liz? Happy day. I am. It's so good. Yeah. It's a good day to be post-Halloween. I mean, let's talk about the Halloween hangover. It is (laughs) real. It's real. I mean, we We're had- We're two days out? Well, we did Halloween. I don't know about all you guys, but we did Halloween Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. with two separate costumes, mind Boom. You. Boom. And with all of my family home, which was just heavenly. And um, we went to, we just partied. I mean, we partied hard. Yeah. I guess it was because Halloween was the tail end of a weekend. Yeah. It felt like everybody yeah. the past day or so has been like, whoa. And so just of happened? course, you know, um, we're always like, no, we don't eat the sugar. We don't eat the sugar. We ate the sugar. Boom. <laughs> That's part of Another the hangover. Boom. I had like yeah. a whole Snickers bar, like a real human size, <laughs> human you know, size. not one of those little baby ones. <laughs> Why does the everybody big, get big candy bars I don't now? Know. What happened to the little ones? I'm I I'm gonna not every. I would rather I had a bigger hangover on that one. It's like equal to two glasses of wine. Oh yeah, as far as hangover goes, right? It makes you feel feel like crud, crap. Yep. Anywho, so we're recovering from we're that. We're recovering, and uh, I just watched you. Try, I'm just laughing because I tried to watch you manage your calendar oh for the next two weeks, and it's funny. You have a paper calendar and your phone calendar, and like neither one is accurate. And I've never. It's true. It's so true. I've never had a paper calendar since like what 1984, probably. And so Clary goes, "You're gonna have to get a paper." calendar now. You've got to keep up with your stuff, which my stuff's enough to keep up. I know. But now I've got a 10 year old to keep up with. And that's no joke. So <laughs> you were laughing at me because you're like, that's not on this calendar and this is not on that calendar. Right. So we, it's, we spent less. And there were two words that I, <laughs> I said, what does that say? And you didn't know. I can't read my own writing. I know. It's tough. Anyway, the struggle the is The struggle is real. real. I, you go, do there. all moms have to do this? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Do y'all all have to do this? Every mom has to have, do you have a paper calendar? You. Um, I have one that's in a drawer. I have... <laughs> I'm a legal pad person and I make my list for the week all over the dining room table, pick up so-and-so here, there. And sometimes it's easier to just go day by day. If you look too far in advance, your head starts to spin. It's like Beetlejuice. (laughs) Remember? Yes. Is it the guy with the little head? What happens? Oh yes. We say Beetlejuice three times. He shows up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, No, no, that reminds me of sitting at this dining room table, our favorite place. Remember the scene in Beetlejuice? Yes. They're singing the song and I can't remember the, the, um, the lobster hands grab their faces and bring them into the play. Yes. That's how I feel today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, oh. Yes. Well, we what, that. what does bring us back to earth is speaking of shows, 
and television entertainment is Ted Lasso. Yes. I'm sorry. I just have to go at it real quick because we were watching it for the second time. Second time. Again, last night. And it is so good. It's so good. And my new go-to Christmas, get in the Christmas spirit. You could even not watch Ted Lasso ever and just go to the Christmas one and watch it. And we watched it. I've now watched it three times. <laughs> Just the Christmas one. It makes me feel so good. Right. It's one of those shows when you rewatch, you pick up on a few yeah. other things and subtleties about each oh, character. Yeah. It's, such a, it's such a smart show. Right. I mean, it is. I always say people go, ah, I tried the first, you know, first episode mm-hmm. and it was okay. No, no, no. Give it two episodes and you're done. You Keep are, your going. life is over. You are Ted Lassoed. <laughs> Lassoed in. Yeah. Just begun. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. there were, there were several good Ted Lasso's for Halloween. Speaking of that. So well done, everybody. Yeah, no kidding. It's popular. Um, so here we are in the holidays, right? In yeah. your holiday ish room. This is the dining room where we're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. We're excited we're to see excited. each other. I mean, it's been like for what, 15 minutes. You just got home from the studio. <laughs> right. I took a shower and all that time, by the way, just an hour. I'm nice and clean and tan. I'm not. Yeah, well. <laughs> you thought you were allergic. Remember y'all when she got hive, she thought she was allergic to her tanning spray. And thank God she's not. Oh, I almost went into Ooh. a dark depression over that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I can't go white, white. I yeah. just can't. It's just not a, it's not my look. That's okay. Yeah. When you know, you know, you've earned the right. I have earned. To, yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, at this point, if the fumes are going to kill me, they would have already killed me because I spray that stuff all over my body mm. every morning. The ironic part is it will kill me. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, whoa, somebody's been tanning. <laughs> yeah. You can just kind of sniff it. If you know me, you know, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are in our favorite room. Yep. And we podcast in this room because, um, well, first of all, it's just got good juju mm-hmm. and we can't, dec- or I can't decide whether we brought the juju. No, I know that we bring the juju to this room. Oh, like which came first, the chicken yeah, or the we, egg? Yeah. The juju or the lid? Yeah. Was it just like we walked in the room and the room was like, yes, sit No, down. you create the juju. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, this is where we have our our wonderful discussions, our dinner parties, our, uh, if there's never been one candle lit in this house, if there's one candle lit, there's 85 candles lit, <laughs> and they're all in this dining room, right? <laughs> um, they are. And we have great discussions around this table, which is why we choose to podcast here. Mm-hmm. So I suggest everyone decide where is your happy place? This is, uh, this is kind of my happy spot. So you've created a nice, happy space in your bedroom, which uh-huh. is good. And then this is like kind of the opposite of a white room. It's like dark and this is brown dark and, 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 you know, sort of cozy and nurturing. Mm-hmm. This is the room you walk in and this room puts its arms around you and says, we gotcha. Have a seat. We're going to light some candles. Uh, generally, if we have our friends over, this is where our friends come. Yeah. This is where we bring our friends, our real friends, not the friends that come over for small talk. Of course, we don't really have any friends anymore than small talk. <laughs> Everything at this house is big talk. There you no, go. It's big talk. Mm-hmm. We, we don't really small talk much. When you sit down in here, we go right after the subject. And it's generally sex, uh, religion, politics, all the, <laughs> all things, the things you're not supposed yeah. to talk about. But if you have really good friends... And they're really open and honest and not afraid, then you can actually talk about those things. That's right. I think it's so refreshing. Now, I, I would caution you not us 
mm-hmm. anybody not to go to a casual dinner party and go, let's talk about some politics. <laughs> but though with your friends, this is a good spot. It's a good spot. So yeah. everybody needs a happy place. And everybody needs someone like you that they resonate with. Mm-hmm. A happy place, a happy person. Happy person. Uh, a good vibes person. Mm, a vibes person. A oh. person that brings uh, you the vibe that, you know, you just sort of, you grok it. You just sort of understand <laughs> it. You don't even have to think about it. You're just going to let that slide. I'm going to let that go. Okay. Yeah. If It'll you don't like know what quiz. grok means, then you need to read a book called Stranger in the Strange Land. It's literally, <laughs> if you know my past and know my education, it's probably like the first book I ever read. No, that's not true. No. Uh, but probably right after like Old Yeller. I mean, like I went from reading stuff like that to <laughs> reading the most intense science fiction, you know, God is a grasshopper kind of a book. Oh, wow. And, and grokking was a word that was used in this book, Stranger and a Stranger. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. I think it's timeless, this book. I still haven't read it. Because you can't explain grok. It's not like, oh, I like you. Oh, of course I like you. It's more you resonate with someone. You don't need to explain why. You don't even try because it's not important. As a matter of fact, you don't have to explain anything. So I like that a lot. Yeah. So I grok you. I grok you too. That's excellent. Did I use it properly? Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. It can be a verb. I, you can be whatever. It's really, it's not a noun. I can tell you that. It's right. a, it is a verb. So you're not my grok. No, I'm. More like you're my rock. (laughs) Oh my God. We are. What were were you saying about small talk? Small talk doesn't have veneer. Yeah, no. Yeah. But anyway, um, so let's get to what everybody needs to hear. What do they need to hear from us today? I had some thoughts that I was thinking earlier, but I'm really so exhausted. I forgot what they were. Well, I mean, about finding people with whom you resonate. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, relationship. So mm-hmm. you and I talk a lot about relationship because we love our, each other. And mm-hmm. we we have now, I think when you really find a way to fill your cup on your own, to mm. become self-loving, that then you find that you have more love to give to someone else. That's right. So luckily we have you and our partners and we grok each other, right? Right. But what does that also give us? It gives us that full cup together that now when we have friends, we have real friends, you know, real, Mm -hmm. you know, vulnerable, brave, scared, all of the different things that people go through in a one day period that are, are open with us. And I think that is such an honorable absolutely place to be. I mean, I'm honored that people will open up around me. Right, right. And I'm always very honored when people allow me to open up with Well, them. that's the thing. I mean, I think you create um, a, a space for that to happen. Mm-hmm. You think? Oh, 100%. Well, that's my- that I is, mean, that's the vibration that people feel comfortable- you know, well, that's my opening goal. up to you. I mean, I spent so many years and I bet a lot of the listeners have too. I, I spent so many years mm-hmm. looking outside of myself, wanting someone else to open the door for me so that I could actually express myself. Interesting. When the truth is until you can know, know thyself, know yourself, do whatever it takes to know yourself, then you can open the door for not only yourself to know more about you, but people just flock to, 
saying, oh my gosh, I feel this, I feel that. People are unafraid. You take the fear factor out of vulnerability with friends and that's the human experience I think we're here to do, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I get um, sideways with religion so much because I still believe that people are looking outside of themselves for God. Mm -hmm. God is Mm -hmm. right inside Mm -hmm. of you. God is not in that church or synagogue or any of those places. Uh, And so I get the whole thing about going to church and, and going to your synagogue and going to whatever your worship place is because there's a community. And when you get exactly. more than one, what did he, what did Jesus say? More than one gathered together, uh, all of those, you know, you're community. asking like, as if I would know, I know. you're I the why, one. I don't know why I ever look at you and ask you Bible <laughs> stuff, but anyway, um, there's such truth in that statement that, um, when people are gathered together with one mind, with one focus, you can not only get so many other great things done, sometimes some very negative things too done, but you can also feel finally, because we all want to feel like we're part of a community, that we're accepted. Mm-hmm. And one more thing about this church stuff, and it's in a couple of newspapers. And I don't like to bring up the New York Times because that just puts a big L on my forehead, <laughs> not lesbian, liberal, right? <laughs> but I do like the New York Times and I do see where it, it rolls. And so I try to read lots of things like Wall Street and all those different uh, newspapers. But there's an article in the New York Times today, or gosh, maybe it is a Washington. I can't remember. One of those that it's like the evangelical churches now, whereas they used to be evangelizing Jesus mm-hmm. and, and really, you know, taking it, taking Jesus by his word and really going after it. Um, it's now become political and sadly it's become Republican. Now mm-hmm. Republican is not a bad thing to be, right? Right. What if it was Democrat? That would be equally as bad. It's not about, you know, it's about judgment and negativity and or more. You're not one of us if you're not one of us. Yeah. Evangelizing to an institution, like an economy almost versus. A- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's God and Jesus and all that. Right. And I do want to say that again, because I, I know that um, I uh, walk a very thin line. It's, this is not about Republicans or Democrats being one is bad, one is good. It's just it's a group of people choosing that that's the case. Mm-hmm. You know, that some of these evangelical churches have chosen that if you're a Democrat, you're, you know, got a tail and you must, you know, drink children's blood and stuff. No, that's QAnon. But anyway, <laughs> all those things are getting really mis- mixed up. And right. I just, you know, I, I, if I was Jesus, I'd just like, you know, excuse me, guys, this is not the way it's done. You right. Know? But anyway, or even if you're whatever your religious belief is, you know? Yeah. I'm just going to go back a minute. You have such a plethora of great quotes. One year, even for your birthday, I think it was your 60th. I think Carrie organized this. We put a bunch of quotes on cocktail napkins. No, you put them on uh, coasters. I have them upstairs. You have in the them. Uh-huh. We need to get those out. They're and maybe hilarious, read them actually. On this, but <laughs> when you just said, "If I were Jesus," <laughs> it just hit me. Sorry, I had to lighten it up a minute yeah, there. No. But I do want to go back to the part about people being open with you and kind of friendship and relationships. And I do think one part of what you do so well is that when 
I, when anyone else I notice comes to you and it's a conversation, you're not just yesing them. No. Right. So you wasted their time. Exactly. So we kind of get outside of ourselves for that acceptance. Like, Mm. oh, here I am talking about X, Y, Z. I want you to tell me I'm right or approve me or tell me that that thought is right. And really, I think a true friend is going to someone like you and hearing maybe the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about it this way? Well, mm-hmm. what about this? But you do it in such a way that is still accepting of them, me, whomever, as a person, as a human with those thoughts and beliefs. Well, but you, you see what I'm saying? I think that's a really big compliment. It is. I'm going to say thank you. You're welcome. And I, I hope, and the people that I resonate with and I go to, mm-hmm. those are the people I go to also. Right. Um, I go to you and I have a problem with maybe us even, mm-hmm. and you don't lose your mind. Right. You listen. Listening is a, a, a really great art form that we all need to rediscover listening mm-hmm. carefully and especially when it's uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, especially it's easy to listen when you're agreeing with somebody. Sure. But to listen to somebody that completely disagrees with me is one of my favorite things to do because I love to feel uncomfortable, honestly, mm-hmm. because I grow every single time. That's right. So. Right. Well, and I think, you know, on both sides of that path, I think what you're saying is very true. Like to get a little uncomfortable, to hear a different side, Mm -hmm. to have somebody kind of be a mirror to yourself. Mm -hmm. But also I think when you make it a separate like relationships, if there's something you need to work out within your relationship, Mm -hmm. when it is a more intense conversation, I think finding the right time and place to do that is really important right. that both people are able like to come not when to you're the angry. table. Right. Exactly. Not when you're exhausted, not when exhausted, you're drinking, yeah. not when mm-hmm. the kids are around, whatever. I mean, you can't push it off because life gets in the way. Mm-hmm. However, I think both people have to actively find that place to be able to have the type of discussion we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I had a point I was going to say about that, but I've, I've lost it. It's because I have this uh, Halloween, Halloween right hangover now. hits um, again. But no, that's, that's very true. We, um, we waste a lot of time, mm-hmm. you know, we waste a lot of time. If you're fuming about something with even a friend or a partner or anybody, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your valuable time. Um, I read another thing the other day. It was about <clears throat> Go Queen, tell. what if you, you know, it was somebody trying to make a bargain with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they find out they're going to die. And they're like, oh God, just give me one more week. There's, there's so many things. I just, if you can give me one more week, Mm. I can like not only sew up all these loose ends, but I can like say some things I forgot to say, or I meant to say. And God comes back and says, well, I've given you 67 years. Mm. You, what have you been doing? You know, so I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty powerful. I thought that was powerful too, because making as to quote um what's her name uh from the 
Titanic oh. going down. What's <laughs> Kate her name? Winslet. Kate Winslet. Make make every day count. What'd she say? I don't know. Wow. I, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm flubbering on this one because I can't. There's so many. But every those, day does I was count. Like country songs like yeah. "Live Like You're Dying" or something. Yeah, yeah. All those things. Well, they're true. That's right. And they are true. I mean, any day you could die. And, and I keep thinking of all those things in that box in the attic that you've got to clean out from the high school letters. But anyway, no. Any, now everybody knows. Any day you could die and you've got to, uh, I mean, every, like this moment I'm spending with you, this is important. Mm. The trivial things in life, the driving your children to school, those are important moments. Right. You know, they don't always have to be productive. I think we get confused oh, that's with, right, right. but I, I, I just wasted a productive morning with my child. I could have given them some good life lessons while we were talking about, you know, Doja Cat or something. <laughs> and, Playing Legos for the 1000th yeah, yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's just, it's just, you don't have to do that. It's just the time and the attention. Mm-hmm. If you can spend time and attention, not just your kid, with everybody. That's right. And that's what I try to be as a friend to other people. I try to give them my attention. And that's huge. I mean, generally you're talking to people and they're thinking of the next thing they're going to say to you. (laughs) I think that's why I lost my train of thought a minute ago because I was actually listening to you. Right, right. And I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. No, that happens to me a lot. You know, when you get engaged in a conversation and you keep going, we might lose the point that you thought about or you were trying to hold on to, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it can be... Yeah. Fluid. But so, so at this point in, uh, human life where, you know, life is uncertain and chaotic and everybody seems to hate everybody for so many stupid reasons. I'm sorry, using the word stupid, it's not allowed in my house. Now that I have a 10 year old, she goes, it's a bad word. I'm like, Oh, I didn't realize that. Um, but anyway, for so many ridiculous reasons, um, we're all human beings. If we just listen to one another and we might disagree, I mean, I would love to have a conversation with people that maybe the QAnon people, I don't know. I don't get it. I really, really would. I mean, I, I just, I see that we're living in a world where things are not always true. And sometimes we don't understand why they don't understand that we see that's not true. But I know the exact same moment I say that they're looking at me and going, you're crazy. You don't see it, right? It's wild. It's crazy. And it's it, it's not crazy. It's reality right now. Um, and reality is what we make it. So Right. And the words we use are what we make it. Because when you said that about stupid, mm-hmm. I mean, you hammer this home for me all the time. I mean, it's the adjectives that we describe ourselves mm-hmm. with the really words start to become us. Start paying attention to the words you use all the time. I hate my hair. I hate this homework. I hate this food. Ooh, I, okay. What are you, what is that? Right. That's super negative energy mm-hmm. and hate is describing you. And so I became conscious of that a long time ago and just try to use the words. When? Probably in my twenties when I started really hmm. checking out why I've, you know, really trying to find myself as they say. Sure. And, um, i I learned about, I learned from a spiritual teacher, the relationship of energy patterns and words and energy patterns, meaning that everything in the world is just a form of energy. This table is a solid piece of of, wood, but at the same time, it is just energy moving. Nothing is standing still. Nothing is, is at all standing still. So 
I learned about energy patterns and then how, you remember it now again, we're going back to God creating the world, but the word was God. The word was with God. Were the word, right? Mm. So the word was spoken and things happened. So I think all that, that's why I love re- reading religious texts because the truth is in there. You got to get around the bullshit to find it. <laughs> but the words we use are an energy pattern. And so, I, you know, you love to throw the F-bomb, but I kind of like the energy you have with the F-bomb. <laughs> you know, it's it not like a bat, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, and I'm so it, it's just the way we use, and then it's actual words. So if, if you use the word love all the time, trust me, that's going to be your energy. And you know it, you feel it. And if you talk bad about someone and your energy is like getting down there in the depths, like, oh, I heard she was, you know, doing this and doing that and cheating and, you know, having a big old time. You know, you just, you start to feel kind of, I feel kind of like I need to go take a shower. Yeah. After I have these discussions. Feeling like a Halloween hangover. I feel like, (laughs) exactly. <laughs> and just to be clear, we can't decide if it's all alcohol or all sugar, but we think the combo of this. Oh, that's is, the combo. It's for the sure. combo. Yeah. 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 Just kind of, and, and we haven't stopped. We haven't stopped. It was a long weekend. Yeah. I had a long weekend. That was for sure. Do you think, I mean, when you talk about the energy patterns, you know, the woo woo versus how did that mm-hmm. actually manifest for you? Like, you I started went with to the spiritual. You did. I did. I started when well, you're 21 or two. And, and then I got married and had Clary. Mm-hmm. And I remember then reality hit. We've talked, I've talked to myself personally in the podcast, one or a few back on that, uh, where the reality really hit me about, wow, I'm responsible for another human <laughs> being. What? Which means, what does it, what does it mean to be alive? What am, why am I here? Am I really here just, just to party and have a good time? Well, yeah, that's a great idea. I think Jesus would agree with that. I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm going to quit bringing up Jesus because he's, <laughs> he's not the only guy. I like a lot of people like that. Um, but anyway, uh, the point being is I was questioning existence, sure. which I think if we aren't questioning existence, mm. wow. If you're sure about stuff, then you got to be certain you're on the wrong path <laughs> because once you get certain yeah. about anything, you're, you're pretty much you're wrong done. because everything is continuously moving energy is continually reforming changing form so i went through the whole woo woo thing of studying like reincarnation like when Mm -hmm. was it you know all of the chakras the energy centers of the body which a lot of all of that to me resonates um i really feel the energy in my body and Mm -hmm. the, the movement of my spine and the the chakras of the and the energy being related to color and to vibration um and so when i learned that or when i started experimenting with that i even experimented with the energy patterns of my own name ah and you can use a, a, a form called numerology or anything you want to use. There's a lots of different ways to come about finding the energy pattern in your own name. Mm-hmm. I used numerology. I was about, and that's when I was like 27 and I'd been married for a year. So with Hilliard. And I was wondering if I should be Liz Clary, which was my maiden name or Liz Hilliard. And I literally did the whole neurological wow. thing. And there's a number gone with mastery and the Liz Hilliard was resonating. And I, I kept that. And I kept it. That's super cool. Yeah. So I see this thread of like, that's a big part of when you talked about the movement and the energy mm-hmm. wasn't just like you were an active 
tomboy type athletic child and like, look at that thread, how that's laid out in your later life and career, you know, that combination of that knowledge and experience. That's really, that was true. Thank you for putting that together. I mean, I I hadn't thought about it that way before until you said that. I haven't actually thought about it exactly that way, but the movement of my body was always the most important. Well, just movement. I didn't think, oh, sure. I need to go and be an athlete. Oh, I need to go and twirl a baton or, or something or go run a race. I just did it because the movement of my body, uh, re- the return on that was about feeling good about myself, mm-hmm. not in a ego way, but just feeling good, you know, feeling, that out. feeling like I'm, this is what I'm here for. I'm here to move. I'm here to explore. I'm here to be curious, especially to be curious. And when you're a teenager and getting curious about sex, alcohol, drugs, you can get yourself in some trouble. I was lucky Mm. because I did experiment in every single bit of that. Right. And, uh, did not become addicted to anything. I remember I thought, you know, I'm by the time I'm 21, I'm going to experiment with every drug. And I almost did. Wow. I just never did. <laughs> Isn't that insane? <laughs> I mean, I can say that now. No, that's really probably good. Good job. No, yeah. I don't know. No, question mark. Please don't do that, uh, <laughs> children. Uh, but it, it, w- it was a little more innocent then. It yeah. was the early, late, it was 70s. early 70s. And um, things are really scary now. I'm really glad that I'm not that okay. curious teenager now because people are dying of all kinds of lace. So we're, no, we were, we had been talking about the thread of your life, of how that energy part energy. really probably paid a big deal. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and I think I think if you're not curious about certain things, get start getting curious. No, I really think so. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest anti aging antidotes oh. is being curious and learning. Right. And I mean, never being sure. Now, that's not to be confused with not having confidence big and difference. not knowing. For instance, I am very confident that I know exactly what I'm talking about when I talk about exercise, mm-hmm. right? I'm very, I, I feel very much of an expert in that. That doesn't mean I don't have anything to learn. I need to continually right. learn, continually do the research, you know, continually care about what the feedback from my own clients are or trainers or the people in my life. So when you go, oh, I've got that. That's what makes me mad again, going back to religion. When you go, oh, no, 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 it's this way or you're going to hell. Well, of course that's bullshit. And anybody with any sense at all, and all the children have sense, trust me, they just have, they haven't, some of them haven't learned our patterns. They haven't learned those patterns yet. They're all going, what? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what? Anyhow. Well, balance is an important part. And sometimes it's a trite and overrated word, but there's nothing wrong with it either. No, I think. I mean, I think it's. And balance again is not a stagnant place. Balance right. is a constantly moving. There's nothing stagnant. And that's why I, I, I laugh at my own self, but I, I just kind of giggle at anybody that goes, I just don't like change. Well, then you don't like batting your eyelashes and you're, you are changing every, your, every molecule in your body is changing with everything you think, say, eat, do, speak, think, all of it. Mm-hmm. Change is a natural process. Right. I know human nature, we get a little comfortable and that feels challenging. But I think if you look at it that way, mm-hmm. it can be so much more empowering. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Yeah. So, you know, and that's always kind of relate it back to children having two teenagers. I mean, I always laugh when people are like, 
stop growing time oh, stand still. I'm like, no, like the whole points they're supposed to grow up and learn. And of course, like it's bittersweet missing precious yeah. moments that you once had, but like they can all be precious moments. And I, I think agree. our greatest thing is to want our children to grow and change and be without us. So they're capable humans in the world. Do you feel like that world. about your two? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do, I you, always have, but do, you don't ever think, Oh, I wish they just stop right there. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I really never don't. felt like that with Claire either. I was like, people would say, Oh, she's so adorable. Don't you wish she'd just stop? I'm like, no, I can't wait to see what she's going to be doing. Right. Next. I think it's so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and usually and as, it, as it goes, a stage will become hard. So you're like, yeah, let's just get past this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely feel like that a hundred percent. Yeah. So anywho. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay. Halloween hangover coming to a, coming to, to a we're coming to a clearing now, right? Yeah. It's over. It's November. So we're getting ready to head into the throes of these holiday Ooh. situations. Yes. Um, Hey y'all hang on to your hats. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's what we make it. That's right. Take care of yourselves. Don't worry so much about all these presents. None of them are going to get it shipped anyway. We've got no <laughs> right. supply. The supply chain has dropped to a minimum. It's time to go back and like make your own stuff. No, it's time to shop local. Shop local. Hey. Now there's a message we to can your local get fitness boutique for some apparel, gift cards, and supplements. That's the truth. <laughs> Thanks for listening today. Hilliard Studio Method is open. We offer classes inside, outside, or at home via Zoom, as well as our streaming platform. For more details, you can go to HilliardStudioMethod.com. Please follow us at Hilliard Studio Method, and I'm at Lee Canelli. I'm at Liz Hilliard HSM. I hope you'll subscribe, rate, and review the Hilliard Studio Podcast.